I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, East Edge Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have The Other Network. So, The Other Network is by Stephen Shorter, and so it's going to be another dreary (laughs) UK-based horror story. Well, dreary in the setting, basically. And probably have some urban decay in it for flavor. You only know that because you read it. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, like, he does have a kind of a, a mythos into himself with this, with this story. Because as we said, uh, as we said on the episode of Chicken Bones, uh, the, the, this, this, that story, Baggage, uh, and the other network are all kind of set in the same, like, universe. So the same, like, uh, world setting that he's come up with for his stories. It's um, like a Necker Falls situation. Yeah. Or they're like all very Love- different, but they're all kind of in the same area. Exactly. Or like Lovecraft's Miskatonic Valley, River Valley, which is like all set in like a, a fictional part of New England. Uh, except this one's, yeah, and it's set in like a, a fictional part of what is actually like a real place. Or like Stephen King's Maine, kind of thing like that. Uh, except all these are take place in, most of these take place in um, the Gwynedd uh, region of like around Bangor, UK. Um, but anyway, we'll go, we'll just dive into the, uh, the other network for the rundown. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check this one out at creepboss.wiki. Um, and yeah. So, uh, it starts off with basically the narrator. Um, it, it's kind of a ritual pasta in that it, it explains how to do the thing or how, where to go and like what to do when you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's told more from a, like a more storytelling kind of point of view as well. Uh, so the narrator is explaining like where you have to go to find this network. Um, and as far as he knows, he's the only one who's who's actually gone and investigated it, or certainly the only one that's posted anything his findings about it. Um, and so you you go out to uh, North Wales, uh, out into the mountains there, um, then south from Bangor along the coast to the foothills of Mount Snowden, uh, and out on like a dirt, like out on like a narrow, very narrow, like path, like roadway, um, there is a an old research ba- a building. The base is called the Gwynedd Climate Research Center. the The building has like graffiti all over it on the exterior, anyway. Uh, the CCT cameras are dead. Um, there doesn't look like there's any power to it. And when our narrator goes inside. Uh, they notice that the the interior in the lobby area is covered in um, kind of frantic graffiti, uh, and the further in, it kind of peters out. Like they basically like taking less and less time doing basically, it. Basically, yeah, basically the local ki- it looks like the local kids uh, lost their nerve at a certain point and didn't want to go any further. Because even our narrator kind of says that they get a weird like being watched kind of vibe while they went while they were walking around in this place, mm-hmm. and despite being a an urban explorer's dream it's practically untouched like there's a layer of dust but nothing's really discarded like and aside from like chairs and desks being like piled up into a the corner uh everything is practically tidy 
So our narrator goes to the second floor to what looked like an old, an open office, like where cubicles used to be, like office there. Um, it's all gone, basically. It's all vacant, except for a single table with a plug at the bottom, underneath it. And our narrator goes to that location, and that's where you're supposed to plug in a laptop or a computer, and you'll be able to access the network. So they set up, uh, they plug, they boot up their, their laptop, they pl- plug in the network cable to the, uh, the the connection on the on the bottom, noting that there is a connection cable already in the connection in the uh, the port, and it looks like it was ripped out drastically. <laughs> Like the cord itself severed. Like no, not even like severed. It snapped. Like the plastic stretched and snapped, and then the wiring itself apparently broke. That's how, so, so severed. Uh, yeah, it, it severed, <laughs> but not like cut. It was like like yanked out and like ripped somehow. The the wire would have been I know I, I, out of the plastic part. I, I understand. That's the way that the story we're not, says. We're the not plugs. we're not in the pics yet. Yeah. <laughs> Save your shit. Also, did, sorry. Quick aside. Did you read the comments of this one? No, I there didn't. is literally a comment that is as long as the story about uh, from a, from a person who is very passionate about technology working in horror stories. Like mm. he or they go in depth why every bit of technology in the story is used wrong. <laughs> it is like it's nitpick. There's nitpicking, and then there's. Why did you waste knit like, harvesting? Yeah, there's yeah, there's, yeah, there's <laughs> nit, exactly. There's knit picking, and then there's knit harvesting, where you mm. or like a, passionately care about like the use of technology in, a, in fiction mm-hmm. to the point where you kind of ruin the story by picking away at the, at the tech. Well, the the problem is we're still in the rundown. I know, sorry. <laughs> it breaks the immersion when you know that the technology works a different way. Yeah, I, I understand. It's it's like it's like when you uh, when you know uh, like a world, like a, a setting, mm-hmm. um, and the you know it more than the author apparently seems to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, like for example, the the la- the fourth Mass Effect novel, where the author clearly wasn't given a lot of. Um, direction on how things worked in the Mass Effect universe and started implementing things that would be more akin to like a Call of Duty or like Halo game or like novel. Like what? Like using actual clips of ammo, not like coolant clips or like using like the way they, they, he just, they described like weapon, like the, the assassin using like, like, or like setting up their gun. So that it's not a, a Mass Effect gun. Is, don't they use thermal clips? Yeah, no, but he was using like actual bullets, like ammunition. Maybe he got a rich. Maybe it's like that movie that I can't remember the name of, where they use a retro gun against the future uh, shields because the future shields are made to protect against future weapons, but a physical bullet can still go through it. Damn it! Now you've got me. Through. Okay, this is completely. <laughs> I think it was critters. <laughs> it might have been critters. I don't think it's critters. You told no. me it was critters last time. Was it critters? I don't. I uh, never saw. I didn't. Watch it doesn't matter. Since that. That's completely superfluous. <laughs> Can we go back to the rundown, yes. please? <laughs> okay, so anyway, I apologize. executed. I apologize for this tangent. That one guy on our iTunes is like screaming at us. I apologize. That one guy. <laughs> um. So yeah, he po- he plugs in his laptop to the the, oh, the right. port. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 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 uh, at first and and try, looks for some pings and then. After a few minutes, he gets a couple. He gets pings back, so it's like the servers there connected, and then his computer goes nuts. 
by and sets up and like he logs on to like internet and it's not our internet at all. It's not it's, Google, it's some it's other It's not Google, it's called Patriot Search. Um YouTube doesn't doesn't show up. Um uh, he start, he looks up BBC and he that shows up but it's like all the news articles are just basically hell on earth like politically and like socially like the world is just so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um like Nuclear weapons have been wiped out, like, have gone off. Um, Manhattan doesn't exist anymore. Um, like, there was a certain point where where uh, New York was mentioned, and then something, like, happened, and it's just wiped from the face of the planet, basically. Like, is that, like, where no one even talks about it anymore? Yeah, exactly, ex- exactly. Yeah. Um, there's, like, riots, there's detonations, there's hate crimes all over the place. It's It's basically, like, the darkest timeline. Um, and he's able to access basically their internet through this, uh, this, uh, through this, um, through this plugin. Uh, and then as he's reading through it and, exp- and like just digesting what he's experiencing and realizing that it's not a trick, it's actually like what he's seeing. Uh, he realizes that he's, they are, they, somebody on that end has stumbled upon his network and is reading up on us, uh, and is trying to download something. Or upload, sorry, not download. They're trying to upload something to our to our network. So before it even hits the seventy five percent mark, uh, narrator yanks the, the laptop away from the um, from the from the the plugin, and then just destroys the laptop into 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 little bits uh, because he doesn't want whatever transitioning from that reality to this one. Like he doesn't know what it'll do, and he doesn't want to find out. Like it's like Pandora's box. He t- he opened the lid a little bit and then saw something come trying to get in and closed it qu- quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically yeah. He basically leaves after that and gives us kind of a cautionary thing. It's like I can't stop you if you're going to go do this thing, but just, if you're going to do it, if you're going to come to this place, as far as we know, this is the only place that you can do this. I, I like they they say that you can't transmit matter between universes, but energy like data and energy are can be transmitted. And if that can be done, like who knows what else can be, can add it or transmitted. So if you do this, be careful. Don't, uh, don't let them like, don't let anything in. And that's basically where the story ends. And just with that kind of cautionary, uh, statement. So that was the other network, uh, onto our first segment of the day. Everyone expects the grammar inquisitions at this point. So I'm going to start with this line. I'm talking grit your teeth the entire way because you can ear the bushes scraping the side of your car narrow. So I think it's here. Mm-hmm. However, I, I it could be like a regional simplification because like the UK and some of that, like they tend to have like, because it, it isn't technically in dialogue. It is yeah, typed. It's, it's a quoted, di- I know, but it is a quoted dialogue or like, Oh, not really a dialogue, but it's a quoted, like, kind of, like, fake, like, pseudo-dialogue thing. So it was, like... Regardless, generally yeah. you don't type an accent. No. Yeah. Except, oh, unless you've, like, been raised, like, again, like, been raised, like, to do that in dialogue. Um, but, yeah. The Russians I, I, type their, uh, what is it, W's as, like, VW's on everything? Because it's, like, what? Yeah. Um, no, that's not how it works. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, it should be here. But unless it's a regional dialect where hearing something is using your ear to... Yeah, or, or yeah, exactly. Or, like, 
it's like come here like but then actually that's the only time i actually like that's the uh, i did google like like uh urban dictionary kind of stuff mm-hmm. and i did find ear but it's more like come here like they just removed the here from here like as in like come to this plate this spot yeah. mm-hmm. um but anyway yeah so it, it should be here not ear mm-hmm. um and then speaking of regional dialects my tires span, the innards creaked painfully, and it quickly became apparent that I wasn't going to make it up. I thought tier, or tire, because tire is spelled T-Y-R-E, was a spelling error, but looking it up, it's actually the British spelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the we New Worlders mm-hmm. use, for, like, have, have switched to I instead yeah. of Y. And, and you also auto-corrected my issue, my secondary issue with oh, that. Oh, what was that? It, it's an it issue because uh, my tire span, the innards creaked painfully, and it quickly became apparent that it wasn't going to make it up. You said I wasn't going to make it up. Oh, okay. There's like so many it's. There, there are like all three, referring yeah, there to are, different yeah, things. Yeah, nitpicking that, but like still like a legitimate nitpick. That yeah, there's like three it's in that one, and I mean you can get what they're saying, like what the it is, yeah. but at the same time, like. And I would would help would help fix it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that really would have fixed it with mm-hmm. your other correct. That you yeah, did I didn't there. even realize that. Sorry. Also, you went over mine. <laughs> oh, which is my tire span. It's spun because it's in the past. He's talking about it. Yeah, you're right. Going yep. in the past. Yep. Right. So just <laughs> so like combo, combo, triple or double combo, triple combo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Jesus. Also, I have a slight note on that. Yeah, sure. Just like um, where it says the innards creaked painfully, is, does that mean like as in the engine is like making weird noises? Yeah, like the suspension's like, fucking up. Probably, yeah. Like it's like it, like you know you, when you're driving, like I don't know if you've ever gotten that feeling, but like when you hear something, like like when I drive on a gravel suddenly on a gravel road, and I just hear all the, I'm like, oh my car, I'm on the bottom of my car. It's not the innards though. No. Yeah, but still, like it's well, like that kind of like that pain kind of it's feeling. The, the engine revving up. Because the tires are spinning. Yeah. But it wouldn't be creaking painfully. It's just the engine is revving up. And, like, nothing's happening. But creaking painfully sounds like the thing's about to like, I think it's, break. It's just that, like, yeah, like, he's he's pushing the car so loud that he, he can hear things, like, not that he sh- doesn't want to hear coming from the car. It's That's why he's explaining that it's painful. But, yeah. It's a nitpick for me. I, I would mm-hmm. just say, like, it the, the car revved its brains out and wasn't going anywhere. Fair. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Um... And my next one, yeah, well, I was getting that same feeling in my stomach when I found the room. So this is a nitpick to be sure. I don't think this sentence needs yeah, well, like yeah, comma, well, comma. I was getting the same that same feeling because he's talking about like how like the kids got the the weird feeling about like being watched and stuff of like that, or like he he assumed that the kids that were that had come in here and like they like quickly do their graffiti and then they bugged out. Yeah. We're getting weird feelings of being watched, and then he was like, "Yeah, well, I was getting that same feeling uh, in my stomach when I when I came found the room." Hmm. Um, and I just feel like, "Yeah, well," at the front of that sentence really doesn't need to be there because no. it would work just as well to be. I was getting that same feeling in my stomach when I found that room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is later somewhat like I'm not using this as a oh, it's no, no, somewhat I, dialogue, yeah. so it's cheap. It works, but the way that he's um, he gives more, laid out and. The way he's speaking, it's as if he's telling it to someone else. Yeah, like yeah. he's got. It's a little... like campfire. Camp, it's like campfire story style. Exactly. Yeah, and and this is very similar. Like this is 
kind of like uh, this is kind of par for the course for a shorter story. Um, as in Stephen Shorter. Do you mean like a short? Oh, okay. It wasn't aware. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I realized that for a Stephen Short uh, story, uh, where like he adds a lot of character to his narrator, hmm. even when it's like third, per- like omnipresent kind of narrator sometimes. Uh, but in this case, it's definitely like, and actually, a lot. Actually, no, a lot of his stories are from first person, so they they merit having some character to the dialogue or to the 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 narration. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And the last one I have, uh, in place of the Google text logo, there was a simple sketch-style picture of a stoic-faced soldier holding a British flag in one hand, a U.S. Actually, the way it's said, it's holding a British flag in one hand, a U.S. one in the other. That last bit just kind of caught me. Like, I stumbled over it a couple times, and I think it's because it's supposed to be, like, holding a British flag in one hand... And a U.S. one in the other. Although I'd also just I'd be fine like switching that one for flag. So it's like holding a British flag in one hand and a U.S. flag in the other. Like it just mm-hmm. that reads better to me than U.S. one because it's U. It's U.S. Like there's no so like oh it's almost like you might read it over as an us one. I, I was like, it's like. <laughs> In one hand, uh, a British flag in one hand, and an US one in the other. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's just the Americans' fault. Yeah. Also, it could have also been like the American, an American flag, or an American one in the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a couple of ways you could take that one. I, like, it just, like, ah. Like, I, I fumbled over that, that last bit of sentence, like, a, a couple times. Does it say British flag? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's, he's, if it said UK flag and US flag. That would have made yeah, more sense. Yeah. 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 It's because it's switching from... Fully writing out Britain and or British, and yeah. Not fully writing out United States. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and that's my grammar acquisitions. So, Mikey, what do you got? I've got a front because <sighs> so close, Steve. So close. <laughs> I believe that whatever possibilities the network holds for us are outweighed by the risk. Because what lies just across the veil is not some monster or demon, but a humanity turned cold and hateful. Would you combine that sentence into the uh, the previous one? It would make it a little bit longer, like a much longer sentence, but it does kind of continue what what it was saying in the previous sentence. Well, add a semicolon. Yeah, that would work. Because like, uh, then you have the issue of becoming a run-on sentence because of... You have a break there. It's just not a... It's, yeah, it's like basically period, permanent break. Semi or colon, not non-break, and semicolon or sorry, comma is a non-break, and then semicolon is a semi-break. So it gives you a, a, a breather before you move on, mm-hmm. more so than a comma would. Yes. And then the other one I have here do, 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 is a colon that should probably just be a semicolon. Okay. So London was ring yeah. London was ringed by shantytown slums, colon, the sort of place you wouldn't expect to find outside of a third world country. Oh yeah, it's a colon. Yeah. It should be a semicolon. Yeah, because yeah. colons are less. Yeah, co- yeah, exactly. So ringed? Yeah, yeah, like uh, like it's basically like there's oh, like it's, okay. it's surrounded oh, okay, by okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's my grammar inquisitions. Wow. Okay. Uh, you talked about two out of my three okay. previously. <laughs> what was the third? Um, I, I don't even know if this is right or not, but um, early on, 
It says, it took a while to find the old research building. And research and building are capitalized. Should they be? Um, that's that's Because it's a research yeah, building, it's, but it's, it's not it's, called the research building. No, the, on a... we, we, get the, we get the name of the building. It, yeah, I, I feel like that would almost, that shouldn't be capitalized. Like... It's, because it's, it's not a title. a descriptor, not a yeah. not the actual designation. It's like capitalizing this couch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the couch. You know, it's just a yeah. couch. Mm-hmm. If it was, does it say the research building or a research the old building? research building? Yeah, I'd still, I'd still not put capitalize. I'd still not capitalize that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was actually a good catch. Mm-hmm. I feel all right. That's on the left. Cool. All right. So uh, before we go into actual thoughts, I got voice from God because I did talk to. I asked Stephen a. A few things, because just I was curious about. Because um, again, uh, Steve has put most of his stories set in like the UK or in like this Northern Wales region, and so when he started describing the place at the beginning, I was like, "Is this actually based off of a place that he's like been to or something like that?" So I asked him, um, and uh, this is what he had to say. Essentially, um, it's been a few. Uh, uh, it's based on a few places. Gwynedd is full of of old, disused places, abandoned and reclaimed by the mountains. It has been a long time since I even read the story, uh, because I think this was like 2015 or like an earlier story um, that he he posted. Uh, But he thinks it's based off of a disused library in Bangor at one time. And it was... um, And he also based the story off of an abandoned holiday camp, like trailers and cottages on the coast of the Irish Sea. Um, and then I asked him, like, and then he, he also uh, mentioned about, like, um, uh, some more stuff about the the other network in regards to, like, when he started it. Um, I wrote the other network back in my first year at university, and back then we were getting all, up to all kinds of hijinks. It was before the dark web thing was well known, though. So as weird as it sounds... I wasn't really drawing on the dark web for inspiration. I think I probably just sat up one day like, what if there was an evil internet? And that's what it would be. So, and honestly, I didn't really get the dark web. Like, I initially, no. when I was reading, when I started the story, I was, I figured it might be something like the dark web. But as you read it, it's, it's more of like a Twilight Zone, Outer Limits kind of plot line where yeah. mm-hmm. you just find this dimensional anomaly and the only way to access through it is through mm-hmm. a computer. Mm-hmm. And you're you're getting to see basically the dark, the, like a dark, a parallel, like a mirror world. It almost kind of seems like a Black Mirror story too, <laughs> fitting the whole like UK and dark and dreary, like technology being evil and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was talking to uh, Adam from RPX uh, the other day. I was like, after I finished reading this, and I sent him the the story. I was just like, man, this would make a great like Delta Green game or like um, or uh, Fear itself kind of game. Um, oh, actually, I also brought it up with, uh, with Steven, like I mentioned, it's like that. And he, uh, he said that, um, he'd actually run a couple of Call of Cthulhu games set in his little Mythos UK. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and I could definitely see it. Like, the story, his stories tend to be, like, really good fodder for, like, a horror game scenario. Um, that, that was just what I, uh, acquired from, like, going out and actually talking to the guy, or the author. Uh, and then on to my actual thoughts. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we're going to start with this this quote. Uh, my probing fingers discovered a cable already attached, which I unhooked and replaced with my own. 
When I stood up, I noticed that the cable that I held in my hand was torn, as though the other half had been yanked away so abruptly that the plastic had ruptured and the wires inside snapped. I still have it around my office somewhere, actually. So, two things here. First off, we're going to go with a little bit of neg- like the, the, the criticism. I don't think you'd rip, you'd, you'd be, uh, like, even if you were yanking, like, with, like, a sudden, like, jolt or something like that, you couldn't yank, like, rip a, a, a network cable in half or apart. Like, like well, the you'd prob- break the little tab. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. Yeah. The, the, the problem you might damage is. damage the port, even. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem is that you basically would damage the point of least resistance. Which would be the, the, the end, the tip. Which would be or the, the end, port. Even. Yeah, well, it'd probably be the end tip being ripped out of the cable. Yeah. So you'd have exposed cable. Mm-hmm. But I think it also would which better... would potentially explain that the end frayed is the last part. Yeah, maybe or maybe was connected he, to it. Yeah, like maybe he uh he didn't find the wire. Maybe he just found the cap like still in the in the port, like kind of hanging partially in the port. Like the little well, or, like just a little connector but yeah. the the wire got ripped out of the exactly, little plastic yeah. connector. Like somehow that stayed on there. Or even, like, I think it might have made more sense if it had been, like, uh, just straight up cut. The only problem with that is it doesn't really, um, because it, it doesn't, it, yeah. having it be cut, like, just, like, a clean cut, like, somebody severed it like that, doesn't lend itself as, as interesting as it does when, like, like somebody, like, ripped it to a point where it snapped to what I was going to say uh, more positively about this, uh, this part is I like this little hint to the narrator and as such the reader that... Something bad happened here, or very dra- something very drastic and haste and a hasty retreat was required. Um, last time this spot was used, uh, it's like prepping, kind of like the threat level mm-hmm. of the story. Like you, you we we kind of get a little like inkling of like something bad happened here, but we're gonna go through with we're gonna continue on with that looming threat in mind. <laughs> that like yeah. the last person to use this. Yanked their computer so far away from the, the the cable that it snapped the cable. I don't think it has the same oomph that having it be just cut clean. Yeah. I think like if it was the capper, like something part of it was left, like some evidence that like they had to like pull it, they 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 hastily yanked it out of the the port mm-hmm. would make more sense. Also, the narrator can only comment on what it looks like that happened. That is true. So it looks like it was ripped in half, but for all we know. There was some matter transfer happening, maybe and it erupted, it erupted yeah. and ripped it. And oh, see, that would even be cool. Like, maybe if, what if it was like, like it, another one is like, what if the the end of the cable was burnt, like melted, like plastic, and like the mm-hmm. wires were were uh, like, yeah, it just burst, kind of thing. Almost that would be a good um, uh, signifier, or like another like helpful signifier. And there's like a scorch mark on the ground with a couple of footprints in it, exactly or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, that was just, like, I liked that little, like, quote, um, although, thinking back on it, I, I don't think wires can be can be ripped that easily. Honestly, I didn't assume um, that it was just the guy ripping the thing out. I uh, assumed something happened. Yeah, it could have also been, effect. like, some creature, or, or like, yeah, like, it kind of gives you a, uh, in that respect, it kind of gives you a false threat level, because you think something bigger did that, like, yanked it out, or, like, ripped it out, but, yeah. Uh, and then on to my next quote, which is more of a, a comment, like not like a form of comment, but just kind of a comment about it. Something clicked inside my head and I felt my stomach turn. 
I had grasped blindly into the unknown, and now the unknown was grasping back. People from the other world had felt my clumsy investigations and were, in turn, investigating us. Gaze into the abyss, and the abyss team views you back. TeamView being a software that allows you to view somebody else's desktop and computer yes. and, and take control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was just, I just like, as soon as I like read that part, it's like, just popped in my head as I was like talking, thinking about it. Uh, and then on to the next one. <laughs> Gwyn and Council have been talking about demolishing it down for years now. And perhaps one day they'll pull their fingers out and get around to it. I'll be honest, when it's nothing but rubble and ashes, I won't be mourning its loss. Until that time, the socket, a little window into the unknown, is still there. If you desperately want to investigate, I can't stop you. I wonder that, uh, based on like that, like that mention, like about like that, the socket is our only like window into this. If the place gets demolished and they presumably or eventually replace it with like another building or another like maybe like development happens there if the anomaly won't simply transfer to a new hardware on site like if the anomaly is because i mean it's it's some kind of dimensional rift or dimensional anomaly is the connection physically there like through the wiring or is it like just something in the ether like like in that ether space right there well even if that's true unless there is some sort of a technological device in that space but if that's just a middle of the floor, yeah. then it'll do nothing. Well, exactly. Or like, what if what if like a Wi-Fi router is put in there, like put like put nearby? It does. It, will it tap into that? <laughs> like, will it be getting signal from the from a Wi-Fi connection? Because uh, presumably they're they're existing in the same kind of like timeline. So like down the road when like it's no longer like a corded like connection, just kind of a food for thought on that. Mm-hmm. Um, And the story presents a very cool and, frankly, to me, smart, creepy, alternate reality horror concept. Um, Almost cosmic horror in, like, the the what's... How how things are, like, being brought, like, forth through, like, an interdimensional, um, like, rift through your computer. But also more human horror as well because of, like, just how horrific the darkest timeline is on the other side. (laughs) And the fact that, like... They started, like, pinging back. Like, they started, like, kind of latching onto us. Um, it's it's kind of like hell is other people. Like, and in that instance, I also kind of feel a little sorry for the other side. Because what if they're just, like, they're in, like, a hellish dystopic, like, universe. Like, the world's crap and gone to shit, overpopulated, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, some rando finds a building, uh, finds a, finds their own research facility there. Uh, that was being that's like derelict or like been bombed out or something like that, and they find that same location. And they they too have a have an urban legend called the other network, but it's like a nice version. Yeah, <laughs> and so like these guys that are like pinging back to him and like sending him like uh, like uploading something, they're actually just uploading like a message, just like, hey, my god, your your place looks awesome. Like it's just like or it's just it's it's kind of like just like people in hell trying to find like trying to grasp at like heaven. It's like kind of that kind of almost adds a sad creepiness to it mm-hmm. if you think of it that way because it's almost like like they're those people are in hell and we're their heaven essentially <laughs> if they're looking uh, back at us because like yeah. our place is our place is practically utopian compared to their comparatively yeah yeah um i mean obviously there's something it probably is more set to be like something 
terrible that was being uploaded or mm-hmm. like trying to transfer over to us. And if they if it ever like succeeded, maybe they would like be able to breach our reality and like take over or something like that. But there's always that inkling of like because of the story, the way it's laid out, it kind of feels like there there could also be that inkling of like they just wanted to contact somebody who wasn't a toxic piece of shit. <laughs> And from their universe, mm. it's like somebody like finding um, the internet connection to heaven and wanting to talk to an angel. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my final my final quote for commenting and such is: I believe that whatever possibilities the network holds from for us are outweighed by the risk, because what lies just across the veil is not some monster or demon, but a humanity turned cold and hateful. I, It knows how we think, and it knows we'll, we'll come back. If all this hasn't dissuaded you from exploring, then please, please be careful. So... I did just, I just did just talk about, like, how, like, oh, what if they're actually, like, like just trying to, like, reach heaven, or they're just trying mm. to reach the better place, and so like that. Um... But yeah, like it, it does kind of like it, obviously whatever is trying to talk, contact us is probably like not as like not in a in a, in a good way. It's probably a very insidious thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, using that quote as just the jumping off point for this, when the story starts, it does feel a little bit like a ritual pasta. I think I think it is supposed to be kind of a ritual pasta in a sense. But as it went on, it bends and breaks some of the tropes affiliated with ritual pastas. Yes, it gives instructions, both specific and kind of vague, like where to go and such like that. On And at the same time, it never actually does the, please don't do this, I had, uh, or like, uh, I have, uh, please don't do this thing I've laid out for you to do, like for the ritual process, don't do it. Like mm-hmm. kind of that reverse. But psychology. here's exactly, exactly. how to do it. Like that, like, <laughs> we see that a lot in, in ritual passes that like kind of like reverse psychology like warnings mm-hmm. they post, like almost like kind of like goading you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the warning in this is a lot more like subdued and almost kind of defeatist in its cautionary tone. Like he's like, obviously I can't stop you in, in doing this. Just if if you're gonna if you're gonna go looking and like go to this place and do this thing, just just. Be cautious, all right? Like, mm-hmm. be careful. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it makes me feel like the story is more of a homage or like a parody of a ritual pasta. Like, it's not actually a true uh, like ritual pasta like some people try to make. It's more just like kind of paying tribute to that genre of creepypasta. We're just taking that genre and turning it on its head a little bit. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so that's my, that's my thoughts. Uh, Mikey, what do you got? Alright, uh, I'm going to start with part that you were talked about, but... You should have jumped in on that, man. <laughs> I know, I really should have. But uh, I'll just read part of the quote. Uh, Perhaps one day they'll pull their fingers out and get around to it. I'm like, what are they pulling their fingers out of? Well, it's their like, ass. No, no, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a euthanism. <laughs> yeah, like, but I mean... the. Like if you finish, you've already done it. You might as well fall through. <laughs> yeah, oh, seriously, yeah. I get you. Yeah. <laughs> no need to censor. It's a goddamn creepy pasta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. So my next is a quote here. 
Once booted up, I produced the network cable. It was an old gray one, the kind you attribute to screechy dial-up tones and parents complaining about you hogging the phone lines. So, this is where the technology... Yes, IT? (laughs) ...starts falling apart drastically. (laughs) Because... Are you Mike IT? (laughs) Mike IT? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, basically, he's describing a phone cable. Yeah. Phone cables are not network cables. Though I, can they not also serve the same purpose? No. 100% no. Basically, for a phone cable to connect to the internet, you have to have a modem. Yeah. Which means that, in this case, if he has a modem, then he has to have a service provider that he can connect to... Yes, hell, sur- uh, hell, 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 hell Wi-Fi services. Yeah. Uh, and sorry, I, so it would be more like, yes, uh, British is awesome. Uh, Wi-Fi British hell, is like, awesome. so, because it's Patriot Search. So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Patriot Search. Uh, yeah, internet survi- uh, internet providers can I help you. Yeah. Try turning it off and on again. Have you tried cutting your wrists over the over the router? <laughs> no. Okay. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So, and basically. The whole idea of having a 30-pound laptop that has a modem built in from 2000 just seems... You did get it specifically (laughs) for this. Yeah, yeah. But it's just... I know. uh... Maybe it doesn't mention the modem. This is actually kind of a good thing because I'm I'm actually fully willing to let you go Technobabble. Because on the one hand, for me, it was just Technobabble. And I was fine. But... Reading like you, you, you discussing this and reading that guy's comment or that person. Did you read comment, the entire thing? I, I, I didn't. I did not read the whole thing, but I skimmed through it enough. I read enough <laughs> to know that, like, the, what it, uh, basically it's it's it is it does kind of uh, come from a point. Like, one hand that can ruin a story. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it can ruin a story for somebody who knows about the technology and sees that the author mm-hmm. doesn't. Yeah. Or the the author is just using like technobabble or like aren't as fluent in technology mm-hmm. as they uh, as they want their their story to be. Now, so this being said, I understand why the author chose a phone cable as opposed to network okay. cable. Uh, at least here in Canada, uh, if you have a landline in your house and the power goes out. That landline is still active. As long as you have a corded phone that you can connect to it, it will work. So if the so because of that, the power. Okay, so basically, this is a, a loophole for this, in that because there is no power to the facility to the to the building. Yeah, but the landline is still there, so that's how you're able to access the internet. Yeah, gotcha. That that's the logic behind why the author probably chose. The, the gray phone cable, yeah, the phone cable yeah. versus a network cable because if, although, to be honest, having a, an actual network cable would have solved this issue because it would have ruined the issue though because there's no power. But power from an alternate dimension. Yeah, it's it's literally like siphoning zero point energy through the uh, through the rift in the the wiring. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, it's like it's like it's like basically like induction. It's it's basically it's it's basically like um, induction uh, 
charging tech without induction chargers. Like, yeah. you know what that is, right? Like, basically, or like, or it's like, um, I think Tesla's actually coming out with like an EMF. Basically, it's there's a uh, like a node or something in an area that's giving off an EMF field, mm-hmm. and anything with any uh, any electronic within that field starts charging mm-hmm. and stays charged. Like, it's wireless chargers. Basically, mm-hmm. you don't have to have it connected. You don't have to have it on a, on a tablet for induction. It's literally just. It's siph- the, the the device is siphoning energy from the air from the from from the ether. It's called Shazam. <laughs> your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. <laughs> it's kind of it's basically like a field like a like a like a area effect of that basically. Uh, I think Tesla's like prototyping that right now. I'm only guessing because I, I heard it in a Red Markets campaign. <laughs> the most credible source ever. <laughs> well, I mean, like they generally like. Tend like they they generally go with like anything that's prototyped now being prototyped now or theorized now is concept or whatever in in the in the game world. So mm-hmm. yeah. and sorry, <laughs> but yeah, the only other way to go with this cord situation is possibly the the cord that you're plugging the the port that you're plugging into is like a uh, a double ended connector. So on the other side is their phone cord going into a portal, which comes at the portal in our world where you're plugging in. So you're connect connecting the two. Together and on their side is where the modem and their ISP and all of everything is. Yeah. So it's just like a little extension thing yeah. through dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like the electrician was just like, hey, "Evil Jimmy, yeah, Evil Sam, why is <laughs> Evil <laughs> Jimmy, and Evil Sam? <laughs> why is the why did we put this por- this 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 cable uh, connect, set up this cable connection into this uh, wall here?" There's a, I don't know why they have a Brooklyn accent with or like a Ameri- like an American New Yorker accent in Britain. <laughs> it's because that's your go-to voice for anything. And Britain and the U.S. are together. That's true. Together. <laughs> that's why. Anyway, sorry. It's like why, why do we have this? Uh, why do this is cable port? Um, just kind of go into the wall and like we can't find the the cable. It's just kind of. Vanishes into in the space between the wall. It's like I don't know. That's kind of weird. Maybe we should talk some, tell, tell some of the evil feds about this. What do you think, <laughs> Evil Sam? Yeah, I think I think that's it. What about you think, Evil Ed? Evil Ed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just like the electrician was like, what? And then the FBI. Uh, they don't the, sound the, very evil, by the way. <laughs> really? Oh, well, that's that, their home life is super evil. Like they they slaughter children. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but the, anyway. The, yeah, my stupid analogy, my stupid ex- idea, like little like presentation. Is Stupidness over. aside, let's yes. move on. Yes, it, it works because dimensions, magic, <laughs> science, magic. Say it with me, guys. Together. Together. All right. So yeah, easily solved regular network cable. Yep. To, I going to another dimension, magic, though. Yep. Oh, even he proposed that it was like, yeah. like dimension. Another dimension is technically magic science. Yes. Yes. It's it's so the phone science. cord going in through the magic is going into their well the network cord. Because it's really, it's a really short cord. No, it's it like can't only... be a phone cord because then he still needs a modem on this end. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. If it was a net, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, whatever you you win. <laughs> All right. So the next thing I have here. Or! (laughs) 
there's someone on the other side monitoring it, and they know when someone's plugged in. And hence over there. why they. Hence why it took a while because someone had to get there and be like, "Oh, someone, someone uh, plugged in." They hear connect the connection. Just, <laughs> just evil Janine from uh, from from Ghostbusters. Like, we got one. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's why I took a little bit. Yeah, exactly. All right, continue. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Well, you see, in, in, our reality, no, 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 no. in our reality, the building is derelict and it's just a climate research facility. Mm-hmm. In their, in evil world, they, it is a fully, like, fully hosted and designated, like, research facility for, like, dimensional travel or, like, building better worlds or, like, finding better worlds is, like, yeah. basically their motto. It's, like, Yutani. Uh, and uh, they just, like, guy was just on his lunch break. Uh, and that's why it took so long for them to ping back and, like, start, uh, like, checking out our stuff. Sure. Yeah. All right. I'm done Next. interrupting. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, go. go. All right. So, so the next quote I have here. I called up the CMD window and tried sending a ping. A ping, by the way, is a kind of echoed message that a computer can send out to test a connection. It bounces back or receives a response from other machines and servers on the same network as you. To my surprise, I received two or three automated responses. I was online, all right. Okay. The issue. I thought you were going to bust in an Ace Ventura. Honestly, honestly, um, I'm like... Somebody should explain what CMD is. It's the command window. I I know, but I'm I'm attacking him for for doing SMB. For that one, the the SMB3 from like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Well, they could have just wrote out command window. Yeah, I know. I mean, just continue. Anyway, what were you, the, what were the the issue it, that I have with this is that in order to ping, you have to know your destination. Okay. So when you ping, it's like ping Google. Yeah. So you ping Google dot com, it pings it. So we're not given a like. He's just going in blind. What is he pinging that he knows will be there? Because Google isn't, as we found out. Yeah, we are given. Well, we are given a lot of. Uh, well, we're given a lack, a little bit of like lack of information. Like we're we're given an assu- like the uh, kind of uh, at the beginning of the ga- of the story, we are given the um, uh, the assumption, I guess, that like people have like are aware of this, like online, are aware of the other network. So they like make like, and he's done some research on it. So we're not given the details about that, um, but we are like, there is some like assumption there that like there people know like what's what to look for. Like he knows what okay. he's looking for. Yeah. Also, a, a little counterpoint to this would have been so much more realistic if he had just brought an Xbox One in over there and just plugged it in and then done the uh, search uh, for uh, for for a connection because <laughs> that's. Basically, how I kind of thought it was working, because that's how I like figure out if my computer, my Ethernet cable's not or my router's not working. Hmm. I just do the ping back. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, uh, part of me is thinking that the the internet trolled him <laughs> and, and told him to ping one two seven point zero point zero point one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> please explain. Yes, please. <laughs> Well, uh, essentially, it's a ping that pings his own network card to oh. say that it's there. Oh, okay. 
cool. And to say that it's working. Yeah. But the thing is, typically, when you ping, you get four responses. He only got two or three, which means that his network card really isn't doing the greatest. <laughs> well, it's, it's, a old, uh, it's a laptop. Yeah, yeah. and he bought yeah. it for 80 pounds? Or 30 pounds. For 30 pounds. But So probably $80. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, close enough. Yeah. So, so it's just things like, oh, I've probably been trolled so bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what get, that's what you get for, uh, for, for, for buying into a ritual pasta yeah. online. Yeah, and he probably thinks, oh, yeah, that's another network, because typically a network address starts with 192.168. So seeing the 127, it's like, oh, yeah, that's definitely a different network. <laughs> <laughs> go onto that onto that link page and check that comment to make sure it doesn't say Mikey. <laughs> no, it might be. Honestly, like, yeah, it was a little bit more, way more in depth. But yeah, you feel yeah. yeah. Well, I just also a did. little his review. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I didn't read that comment, so I'm just yeah. It's going. it is it is it is both similar, but yours is a lot more streamlined. <laughs> That's good. All right. Uh, so the next one, which I have here, which is just a. Interesting thought I had yep. based on actually a quote that I had for uh, Grammar Acquisitions. Oh. So, London was ringed by shantytown slums, the sort of place you wouldn't expect to find outside of a third world country. It's weird to think of Britain as a third world country. Oh, like 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 if that suddenly that was like a third world country? Yeah. yeah. Like, or like it was so overpopulated that it was like hitting that red zone kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I like the closest I can come up with, like, because it, it says shanty towns and like and like that kind of thing. I keep thinking of like bring like in like basically the, the living conditions of like District Nine, <laughs> like mm-hmm. those kind of shanty towns, but like in just around London area. Yeah, it's kind of terrible. Right. It's almost like it's an evil parallel universe. <laughs> almost. All right. All right. Now back to the command prompt. Okay. Back to back to the text port. Uh, I'd left the CMD drive open. CMD window open. <laughs> yeah. The command window. <laughs> yeah. It said drive? Uh, it said drive. Oh, okay. Uh, after testing my connection, it was notifying me of an echoed ping. I reopened the window, and sure enough, I had been pinged. It doesn't work that way! <laughs> the command prompt is essentially a static DOS window. Yeah. And it will only do things when you tell it to do things. It's not checking to see if other people are pinging you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's another piece of software that would tell you, oh, hey, someone's trying to connect to you. Like, your firewall. Yeah. So, just like, ah. I really feel like whenever we have a story that is, like, Text tech, tech, or like tries using technology like in its spookiness. Mm-hmm. Mikey needs his own little like segment called <laughs> tech support <laughs> with Mike IT. <laughs> yeah. The T stands for t- yeah, it, tripe. It, <laughs> it, it, that whole section would easily be fixed with I started getting notifications from my yeah. firewall. Yeah, that would yeah, like. Uh, and then next thing I have here, uh, I found the sort of scream 
that the laptop gave off when he disconnected was interesting. Yeah. Like, it, it made me think, is the <laughs> other worlds controlled by an entities yeah. that take over technology? Like some kind of, like, gremlins or, like, AI? Or, like, some kind of, like, supernatural AI? It's a technomancer coming well, through no, the Well, no, uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, the biological technology thing. Oh, God, like, machine cancer from, like, the, St- yeah. the, Steven, or the, the Simon Stalinhag stuff? Yeah. Oh, God. So... So that's what I was thinking. And that's then, why the other cord burst there? No, no, oh. no. That was actually chewed off be- by the computer because it became sentient. And it's like, ah, oh. oh, that stupid cord. And then he chewed it. Oh, my God. So, so, there, so there's some weird biomechanical, like, laptop monster, like, roaming around Bangor somewhere? <laughs> oh, probably, yeah. Oh, God, I love that idea. I just really love that idea of, like, machine or, like, like, like some kind of, like, when something gets in a, into a machine that makes it like partially like organic, mm-hmm. like it's just so gross and cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's it's b- not body horror, but it's like tech body horror. That's why I like Warframe. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> they're because they're both too. Yeah, no, that's that's a, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, because I was thinking it's like it's it's well, it's like Shadowrun. We've been talking about it for like off camera, off recording. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like like somebody like in Hot Sim or like Technomancer. Uh, and then they get unplugged, and they just get like sh- dump shocked back to their body. So they're screaming the whole way across the internet. <laughs> they go back, or they just pop out the end of the cord. <laughs> if you just like the technomancer's coming, cut it. There's well, just fall out where it's cut. Just half a person. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, God. But yeah, no, I definitely like. I like that idea. It just like it, it screamed because it was, and it almost metabolized the the innards of the computer. Mm-hmm. To become like an organic thing, yeah. So it's if actually, he didn't destroy it, it would have spread and actually possibly it's like, it's, still became God, a thing. It's like yeah. Tron meets the thing. <laughs> Holy crap! It's like a, like a data to matter transference. Like, oh my god, it's so creepy and cool. Thing Tron, mm-hmm. yeah, the Tron thing, the tr- the Tron, the what? The thong. <laughs> no, it's not the thong. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, the thong. <laughs> Very nice try. The yeah. Anyway, anyway, so that, that's all my actual thoughts until we get into final thoughts. Well, uh, before we before we go into gamer, I would like to thank you for remaining the staple of like. As soon as we finished reading this, I was like, you know, I'm not sure what the other guys are going to think about the story, but I feel like Mikey is probably going to attack the tech. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and I did. Yeah. Thanks for being, thanks your... for being you, Harton. <laughs> <laughs> That's what your segment's called, Tech Attack with Mikey. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's a Tech Attack. <laughs> Alright. So, um, early on, where it's saying, um, nothing happened, no icons popped up, announcing that it's successfully connected to the networks. Like, right when he's, like, getting there. Up to this point, they haven't really said what he was going there for. Yeah. Just that there's a building there, and I'm going there to do a thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he says, like, like, him plugging everything in, he's seeming like he's surprised that nothing's working. And f- from that point, as a reader, I didn't know that he previously read an email to tell him that his entire reason of going there is to connect to the other network. But he said that, or kind of hinted at it in the beginning of the story. If it's hinted, it's, it, I missed it. Okay. Because like I didn't know what he was going there for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, he does leave, they do, uh, the, the story is kind of left a little bit, of, uh, not ambiguous, but like a little bit... Um, uh, we're left a little bit in the dark at the beginning uh, as to why his motives are. He's really just basically following up on a on a ritual pasta. 
that he read online, like doing some research. Like people have like dug into the the other network. They people know about the other network online, but he's either the first one to try and get do it or the first one to like present his findings to to the people. Mm-hmm. And like the first sentence talks about the network, yeah, saying that I believe I'm the first to properly investigate them. But like the network could be a network of people that are doing something, or That's true. it could mm-hmm. be anything. And it yeah. doesn't really say. So yeah. him being surprised that there's no. Like, nothing's happening, even though he checked that the power's off. I'm like, duh. <laughs> but after reading further, I realized that, oh, okay, well, it's because he read emails and was um, privy to these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the the part where he turns on his um, computer after getting the, um, the, the pings and stuff, and he's connected. And he goes to open up his internet, and his homepage was set to Google, but now it's set to... Um, the other Patriot, the, basically, basically the dark Google Patriot search. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, I'm like, okay, so there is some weird connection that tells your laptop there is no connection, even though there is. So, and like now you've been hacked because <laughs> I'm assuming that's what happened because like you connected this weird thing that is masking that it's connected, and when you try to open the internet, it has changed your settings. It's like yeah, kind of okay. Uh, this is a thing that can be explained if it was a network cord and not a phone cord. <laughs> okay, we're past that. Um, but <laughs> just uh, assume it's the correct cord and move. But on. the the reason why is because uh, on a network you don't necessarily have internet connection, so he could theoretically be connecting to what's called an intranet, which is like a, a land situation. Um. Yeah, like it's a, a local corporate, area. Corporate, like corporate, like corporate internet, basically. Or yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. it's basically in the alternate dimension. They have a server room that has a uh, websites and yeah. stuff on it, but there's no actual internet connection beyond that. Oh, so all the uh, websites that he's picking up are just fabricated websites, and then the rest of the world just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's actually not even a dimension. It's actually just some like some covert ops, like like uh, like troll, like a troll operation, like right underneath the building, within within the the British government, just to fuck with people. Yeah, yeah, I could totally, I could, you know what? No, no, like no, no, like no real like goofiness aside. Uh, or like, well, goofiness aside, I can totally like buy that being a dark conspiracy story, like part of a dark conspiracy thing, like just the government being an asshole and setting up a troll intranet and like tricking like people who are tech savvy enough, <laughs> or at least like maybe to capture them, maybe, and yeah, maybe make like, them like force them to be hackers for them or some shit, yeah, something like that, or like yeah, just because they know tech so well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We guess I'm hammering him on that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. It's fine. It's it works. It's yeah, no. magic and technology. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Except when it's not. It's, it's, it's no, it's shut up. It's fine. <laughs> um. So my next part. Yep. I'm not sure if it's an isolated example or one of many places to officially quote unquote stop existing. That's talking about New York or whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was. But if anyone decides to look for themselves, then it's something really interesting to investigate. I really, ellipses, then it, it tabs down, ellipses, I really recommend that you don't, though, period. Then it tabs down again. A shrill beep 
bleep startled me. So because of the ellipses and shit, is this being written in the moment? Hmm. At this point, like I got a little or, bit of um, he might have used the ellipses um, like for that part, like like just kind of almost like how you'd use brackets to like like insert your thought on the matter, like almost like commentating on your on what you're trying to tell, like the story you're trying to tell, like mm-hmm. in that moment when you're writing it. I guess, yeah. But it almost kind of gave off the feel like he's typing. He's like, I really, bah. Yeah, exactly. And he hits yeah. period. Like, like he, he's like, something happens. He like, just goes dot, 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 so he knows where he was or whatever. Yeah. And then he continues from there. But like, sorry, something startled me. Yeah. Like, it almost for a moment seemed like it was in the moment. But I don't believe it is, right? Yeah, I think it's, it's more or less just like, again, he's like commenting on his own, like, rundown of the events. Mm-hmm. And then my last note is just about the ending. So this whole story... Is what happened to Nair, because he didn't have a name, um, when he... Or, or it could actually be Spooky Steve. Because <laughs> Stephen Shorter. Funny <laughs> <laughs> joke. So Nair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so this is uh, essentially what happened to Nair when he went in to investigate the place. He learned about the place from an email that we never saw. Yep. Um, but that's all we know. So, how popular is this story in this world? Not this world, but that world. I mean, the, the mythos the, world. the mythos world. Like, is the story put up because of how many people want to do it, to know if it's for real, but he's one of the few that are like, I'm going to go actually check I, I'm, it. I'm guessing there's like a circle of, of internet people that like talk have talked about the like probably in the area of Bangalore because like that seems to be the only place they know it's from mm-hmm. um or like abroad like like just and they talk about like this place that they've they, they they've heard about um and even in the story itself like when he's running it down like he mentions like he's not going to respond to messages not going to he's just laying out what ha- what he happened to him and some of that mm-hmm. um he's making it seem like it's this popular thing that yeah. a lot of people know about well Popular in the, in probably a circle of people. It's probably not like a huge. It might be a huge amount of people, but I think it's more like kind of like how like there's like little group little groups and cliques on the internet of like people like that that all know the same kind of stuff and are all like familiar with the the, the weird like dark lore and stuff of that. Mm-hmm. From the group, yeah. from the graffiti alone, it seems like it's relatively well, popular because those are specifically the people that went there. Those are locals. to graffiti. Yeah, those are the locals. So like that. I mean, and again, Bangor is a pretty big town from my Google Maps look of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I did like, like hmm, I was like, take to Bangor and then go south down the coast. <laughs> <laughs> did not find a, a, a secret facility, unfortunately. Damn. But yeah, no, Bangor it does seem like a pretty big or like I mean a decently sized. Settlement or like uh, city, mm-hmm. um, so I'd imagine. And again, like this is like if this research facility is like as old and crumbly as it is, it's probably like been, you're probably looking at generations of kids walk, going up to this place and graffitiing it. So, mm-hmm. so if the um, if the intent isn't that there is a secret government facility underneath. nearby or underneath. That's doing this for reasons. Then why isn't the supernatural task force have this place on lockdown? Because if it's task this world does breaking. not exist, <laughs> they're <Christ>. everywhere. <laughs> you just don't that is know. Your cannon? <laughs> yeah, it is. This is this is you know um, maybe the U, maybe the UK version of the supernatural task force is much like say M- MI six and whatnot in uh, in like Bond movies and stuff. And there's just bureaucratic bullshit that just keeps places like this. From from getting fully like fixed up, 
I suppose. It's just like, my point is, if this is potentially such a world-breaking thing, if something comes through, it could be the freaking end of the world. Well, Why is it not yellow-taped? Well, you know? he's, he's the one, he's the only, he's, well, presumably our narrator here is the first one to actually put his findings down. So it isn't after, though because he read his fine. He read someone else's no, email about he, it. But he stated like that no one's really like gone this much into investigating, or certainly like no one's posted their findings about what's happened. He's the first person to post their fi- his findings about the location. So maybe after the story happens, then we get the yellow tape comes in because then it's like oh shit we missed a spot. Oh yeah, maybe like bureaucratic bullshit happens all the time, dude. <laughs> like, I suppose like government shit like they over miss they they miss things all the time like they're. They are somewhat scary, especially in the UK with the, all the CT- CCTV uh, cameras everywhere, like Big Brothers all around. But like even they, even the system misses things. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Just in the real world, the mundane world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because it didn't yeah. seem like it was a first-time experience thing, because it was online and people were talking about it online and then he went there and people have gone there before. I think you're, you're thinking it's too, like there's a lot more people talking about it than there actually is. Po- uh, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. But yeah. That's the end of my notes. Okay. Uh, all right. Then I guess on to final thoughts. Unless I did my obligatory uh, uh, supernatural task force. So I can just check yeah. mark that off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, it's interesting, creepy in its concept and left me thinking. So, I recommend. Um, and like I said previously, uh, I feel this would be great fodder for like a Delta Green game, or even like a Fear itself game. If you don't want to run or run Delta Green or like Time Watch or something like that, make it an SNTF game um, where they mm-hmm. have to shut it down, or like have it basically you be one of the like the, the the kids who are like following a ritual pasta and make it a Fear itself game where you're just playing like some some like older some older teenagers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And actually, like, interacting. Uh, I actually, I was thinking about it, too, with that in mind. Like, yeah, we have, like, again, the the the, uh, the machine cancer creatures, um, like you said, or, like, we kind of, like, hinted at earlier. Um, also, like, yeah, just, like, what happens, like, for a scenario, like, what happens if you end up in a chat, uh, chat uh, in a, uh, a chat program? I'm trying to come up with the word. What happens if you get into a chat program with somebody on the other side? Hmm. And like, what is the correspondence like? Are they going to try? And is it actually somebody back, 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 uh, like some regular human, or is there something supernatural foot that's There's a demon to typing with giant claws? Exactly. <laughs> or like, is it it's just like a like a psychic like digital monster trying to get into our world? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a Digimon. Or 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 like <laughs> or it, what if like they um they hack like uh by hacking by by whatever they were uploading hacks a person's or is like kind of like a like a both a digital and a real like psychological virus so the the person who like is who makes contact with the laptop becomes the carrier and then it basically starts like hijacking other people in the area so like you suddenly have like kind of the faculty um scenario like the movie the faculty from 2000 where the entire staff gets like assimilated into this like hive mind of like these parasitic creatures so what if like basically like the dark like the dark side the dark cells basically somehow transition over and body switch it's like invasion of the body snatchers except through a digital or dimensional means there's a lot of there what i'm saying is there's a lot of fodder here yeah um with this with this with this story and the other stories in steven's little 
horror universe he's come up with. Does it have a general name or no? No, it's just stories from Stephen. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I'm wrong, Stephen, in which case, feel free to comment or talk to us. At, let, let us know how wrong we are or if like, you have some some more information about your, your own story and fiction. That'd be awesome. But uh, yeah, other, ultimately, I, I recommend the story because it has a really cool, creepy concept uh, behind it. And it's executed fairly well, except for the techno battle. But mm-hmm. as long as you just ignore the, tech, the, the specifics, you're fine. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Moving on to the, the person that isn't fine with it, Mikey. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the techno yeah, of babble. And then ju- just thinking about it some more. Alternate realities. Yeah. There's no guarantee that even the internet protocols are the same. Yeah, but I mean, like, like obviously they are in this yeah, instance. Yeah, they would have to have some commonalities, but just the, and uh, I've actually figured out how to make this work. Okay. To make me happy. Okay. <laughs> how do you, how do we make you, the tech-savvy one, happy? So this story is actually a story about an alternate universe connecting to an alternate universe. Are you fucking serious? Yes, because of the line, and it was a grammar inquisition, London was ringed by shantytown slums, the sort of place you wouldn't expect to find outside of a third world country. Therefore, in that universe, London is a third world country, no, not it's... Britain. Okay, I, I was with you earlier, I'm not on this instance. Like... Like a third, the kind that you wouldn't see outside of a third world country. Yeah. As in, he's using that as an he's, example, like of where yeah. you'd find shanty towns like that. Yeah. But he's also <laughs> saying that Britain is a third world country. In our universe, it's a first world country. No, he's not. He's saying that he saw <laughs> like p- pictures and maps and shit on the other network of London ringed with shanty towns. Yeah. Unlike it is currently, and using like you wouldn't see these kind of shanty towns outside of a third world country, which. London is not. <laughs> yeah, he's just using it as an example. Oh my god, it would have been easier. You know what? You know what? You're never going to make everyone happy. So you do you. Yeah, it would have been easier for the, us to just go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mike. No, I refuse. <laughs> All right, I refuse. I will stay my course. All right, that's I will fair. be me. <laughs> that's totally fair, I suppose. But yeah, regard like. Silliness aside. Okay, if that was the case, really how would that really fix it? it? Well, because then it fixes all the technology. Why? Because it, all the technology is in an alternate universe already. So the command prompt could work differently. It might not be a DOS prompt. <sighs> okay. It might actually be a program that allows you to test networks. Yeah. Okay. And the phone lines in the alternate dimension might not need a modem to connect to the network. They're beyond modems. Mm-hmm. Sure. It fixes so much. And the reason we have this story is because someone connected to the other network. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... Alternate reality incept- conception or inception. Yeah. yeah. Where were we Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it works now. <laughs> All right, Mikey. So, 
Ra- <laughs> give, give us two ratings. Yeah. One with it being no, in our world. So honestly, you wouldn't recommend it. Uh, honestly, I'm half recommending it. Okay. Because the monster being a cancer monster. Creature, Machine cancer. As in like a biomechanical creature. <laughs> yeah, not a biomechanical creature. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. we made up and yeah. it's not in the story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it does scream. Which makes you think that it's in pain. I mean, I, my, honestly, my computer has screamed at me. When I'm playing Secret World Legends, <laughs> yeah, because there's too much shit going on in the game that it just like the fans are like, <laughs> like, like that's kind of screaming I I heard from the from when you pulled it out. It's just yeah, like but the like computer freaked out. Disconnecting from the internet would not cause the fans to go nuts. It's dimensional no. rifts. It's fine. And I mean, he's forcefully taking the cord. Yeah, um, it could be like so. Maybe, it's suddenly. It, the laptop's already transformed, and it has pain sensors Fair in turn. the port. Alternatively, <laughs> pulling out the plug caused a surge of power, which caused the, all the all the workings inside the machine to start to go much faster. Hence no. why we got a screaming from the fan. I, I think the best we can do for something that actually makes sense is the upload that he was receiving is fucking up the computer. Yes. And, like, it's downloading it in Whether segments, it be, and when yeah. that segment gets updated... Or downloaded its like infected computer and making it go nuts. Yeah. So whether so, or not it's biotech or it's just like digital thing, mm-hmm. it freaked out like that. Yeah. Okay. It is more fun that it's bio though. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I agree. I just think like again like going off of like my own experience with computers, like I, I have heard a computer scream. Yeah. And it has not been a bi- a machine cancer problem. Have you opened your computer? <laughs> so how do you know? Maybe that's what that cre- crawling sound's been all the, the in the night. That's probably it. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So yeah. half recommendation. Right. Yeah, half recommendation. Fair. Uh, I wasn't as pissed off with the uh, the text uh, inner um, inner workings and all that because I didn't know enough to be pissed off. <laughs> Or I just, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah. at face value, at what it is, as long as you're not going super in-depth on all the tech stuff, I enjoyed it all the way through. Um, I it, I do think it needs a little bit more explanation early up. Because, like, it mentions that there's this email, but the email's not there for us to read, or even, it's not even summarized. So... It, like it took me until he was there, there, and already connected to the internet. That I knew he went there to connect to an otherworldly internet. Like, and I know if you, if you lead with the reason that he's there is because there's a dimensional internet thing. Yeah, then it loses the punch. But from the get go, I didn't know what he was going there for. That's fair. So that being said, it didn't ruin it for me. I am curious how the cord got ripped. If it was. A technomancer bursting out of it, or, or if it was just like, or the the laptop turned into a monster and started eating its own cord, or just like a monster popped out of the the screen, killed the guy and grabbed the cord and ripped it in half. It, anything, or the guy was just so like panicked and like got some super strength to just rip the cord, but it, kept, it stayed in the in the in like it just anchors in when it like plugs into the port. I know. In <laughs> It would be easier to walk up to it and just press a little tab and pull it out compared to grabbing it and be like Eah! trying to rip it. Yeah. Unless <laughs> maybe um if he maybe if he did go up to it to take it out, but like as he did that, it like attacked him through the port, so he couldn't physically disconnect it there, so he had to rip it down the cord. Maybe yeah. 
So if there was some evidence, there needs to be evidence of something more yeah. than just a rip is what I'm getting. Maybe at. even like yeah, some, like some kind of like residue on the on the ground, like either like a burn mark or like some like some puddle of, sh- of something. Yeah. Shit, when he shat himself. No, like, no, no, he's thinking more ectoplasm. Yeah, ectoplasm or like ash or or some kind of like some residue of like maybe a burn or like again like a puddle of like oily blood thing that's like from the machine cancer. Hmm. Or like there's or a like hand... saliva, or just some like weird like viscous saliva like material. Mm-hmm. It's like a burned handprint on around the thing where he went to like grab it and like pfft, like yeah. burned his hand. And then like and then I looked over, it's like there is a giant silhouette of a of a of a person on the other side of the wall, on the other <laughs> side of the room. He's just like <laughs> 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 style. Yeah. But yeah, there should be something there in my opinion to make it a little bit better. That yeah. being said, it didn't piss me off. I enjoyed it. Left me wondering. There's a lot of fodder as we've talked about, so I'll still recommend it. Although it has room for improvement, just like everything does, because yeah. nothing is perfect. Yeah, I'll still recommend it, though. Okay, so uh, <laughs> this has been this week's episode. Uh, if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, you can also leave us suggestions uh, for other creep bosses on aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's a l d e n t e r i g m r t s at gmail.com. Just leave us uh, a like if you have any any particular story that you thought was creepy or deserves a uh, a look at. Just leave it there. If it's not one of the two hundred and thirty something we've yeah, done yeah. somewhere, make sure make sure yeah make sure we we haven't done it yet. <laughs> if you if you do want to suggest a story, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think we've actually gotten that yet. Where we've gotten like doubles of things that we've done, or no, we've had two people uh, like two suggestions, but they've been like at, on top of other things. That we've yeah, done, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to El Dente Rigamortis on Patreon, uh, and just look up El Dente Rigamortis and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, extra episodes, or extra content, uh, and early access to episodes about two days before they get released. Uh, and for our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you immensely, guys. Seriously, we don't say this enough, but thank you. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely, too. Especially you, Stephen. Because, like, he answers my questions when I ask him <laughs> things about his yeah. stories. <laughs> Knowing full well we're going to do, disc- do a critical discussion, or a critical and silly discussion of his story. Mm-hmm. So, That's yeah, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of, I think, your, your guys' hearts. Do you have a heart, Mikey? And somewhere it's in there, a large star, it's right? A there. giant star, yeah, the pulsar. <laughs> um, seriously, it, it means a lot. Uh, it's a black with, hole, actually. Yeah. <laughs> your, your listenership means a lot, and like, if you guys didn't have, if you guys didn't write stories, we we wouldn't have a show. So, thank you. Uh, until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil, and I'm the gamer in yellow. This has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.